0: President Donald J. Trump. And I'm about to talk to him about allegations that he was involved with prostitutes in Moscow and that the Russians taped it. Before we get to our guest, a quick message from our sponsor. We've talked a lot about Mike Lindell's products at MyPillow.com. The quality is just amazing and everything he makes lasts forever. He's got a new product out right now that the summertime customer will just absolutely love. We've all had the slippers, and the quality on those is amazing. People rave about them. He's got the three layers of comfort where he's morphed that technology into the summertime sandals. They look like Crocs, but they're much more comfortable and long-lasting. Again, the proprietary three-layer technology that will give you extreme comfort in these sandals to wear around uh, for the rest of your summers, actually. So how can you get these? You can go to MyPillow.com and use promo code CDM to get the massive discounts he has on for the launch of this product. But just don't look at the sandals. Mike has over 600 products. If you're looking for household goods or apparel, don't go to the big box communist retailers that support the cabal. Support the Patriots. Support CDM.press using promo code CDM and get the best discounts available at MyPillow.com. And now let's get to our guest. Welcome back to Information Operation. We have Adam Steen with us today, who announced yesterday that he is... Uh, conducting a write-in campaign against Robin Voss and the general coming up. Welcome to the show, Adam. Thank you, sir. I appreciate it. So this is a national story. Obviously, Wisconsin was ground zero for a lot of the fraud. And uh, so, tell us what's going on up there. You you lost, but it was a very suspicious loss. Tell tell us about that.
1: <laughs> this is a a very interesting conversation to have <laughs> because yeah. um, so I'll give you a little background. Uh, mm-hmm. My opponent um, has been in the assembly. For 18 years, of those 18 years, he's been almost 10 years as speaker. He's the longest-held speaker in the country. No other has held this position this long. So when you look at Wisconsin, I know you've probably already gone through this, but you look at the 2020 election, and he he has had a long time to go through some of these issues, right? We're almost two years through this. And his solution to 80, I'd say 80 or 90% of the questions are, we need to elect a Republican governor and a Republican attorney general, and all of our problems will be solved. Hmm. And I just, I sit back and I stutter because for him to be in this position this long, we had eight years of the Republican house assembly and the governor were held by Republicans. Right. Right. So right. He, He's had plenty of opportunities to make changes. And I, I don't like the word double down for some reason, but that's, he's done that. Um, yeah. So Moving forward, I I ran for Congress in 2018 uh, to replace Paul Ryan when he stepped down. Obviously, I didn't win. I taught my daughters that you can do everything possible and still not win. That's okay. Um, And uh, so back in August of 21, I kept looking at this race and I kept thinking, somebody has to stand up. I mean, this is crazy that he is the lead lead, in in all air quotes, right? He's the leader of the Republican Party because we lost the governor's seat. And he did nothing. Absolutely nothing. So uh fast forward, <laughs> I ran ran a, a race announced February twenty eighth and uh listened to Mike Gableman's first that was March first when he gave his interim report.
0: Mm-hmm. My
1: mind was blown, Todd. My mind was yeah.
0: absolutely blown. So well, he, Voss just fired Gableman, right, after he supposedly <laughs>
1: won the primary.
0: <laughs> So don't need yeah. that investigation anymore. No, no, nothing, nothing to see here,
1: right? I mean that, yeah. and that's the crazy part, Todd. We're we're sitting here. I mean, you and I can go through how many instances of malfeasance. How about that? That was been brought up. I I bent a fellow yesterday said we we can't talk about the F word anymore. <laughs> and it's just comical because. Uh just just his investigation in the nursing homes and the elderly care facilities. I mean, you went from 35 to almost a hundred percent participation in these yeah. facilities, and the report is very clear. These are the results. It's not like this is some hocus pocus. He looked at the numbers across the state of Wisconsin. So um ran ran a race. Um I came from I'm gonna say zero. I grew up on a farm in Indiana and mm-hmm. never been in politics before. And we started a grassroots campaign raised a total right now. We're right at about $60,000 that we had raised. He spent outspent us 10 to one time.
0: Yeah.
1: calling in every political favor he could.
0: Was and, there outside money coming into out of the state? Oh, you know?
1: I, I actually had money from across the country coming to my campaign, believe it or not. Okay. It was a okay. uh, low dollar donations. There's a few people that gave us a little bit more, but it was mm-hmm. a large majority of donations were small, but his, the money that came into his campaign—I mean, I think 80% of it was from PACs. So yeah, it's just—it's a different dynamic, right? You're looking at what you and I would believe our, our founding fathers thought we should have: representative government. And his—he's representing these these big money people now. So
0: it's it's obvious the, it's a problem across the country. So it is. It's, yep. it's, and, and this is a perfect what, test, right? Yeah. So, so, so the do, election do you have any quit. do you have any insight into what happened in the election? I mean, is there any certain thing you can look at, or what do you think?
1: Well, I I can give you some some short anecdotal evidence right now. Mm-hmm. We're still digging mm-hmm. through the numbers. Um, we have um, three hundred and four people that voted and registered on election day. I mean, you're talking like four percent signing up. That that doesn't happen in a primary
0: midterm and primary. He, he won by about that much, right? He
1: won by 260 votes, right? Yeah. So we're looking into those votes that were cast. Um, we also have a group. I'm not, I don't have a quite the total yet, but over almost a hundred people that voted that have registration addresses outside our district. And they mm-hmm. voted based on WEX data, right? That's all we have to go mm-hmm. off of based on that information that they provided that don't live in the district. So we've mm-hmm. got some interesting anomalies and at eight, 9 p.m. Uh, I don't know if you remember this back in 2020, but at 9 p.m. my vote total stayed at 88% uh, in, and then at 10, they were done. They went to 100. So <laughs> yeah, yeah. It just fascinating anomalies. Um, and also, if you think about, we had 3,000 votes cast absentee. To give you a perspective, wow. the average votes cast for the last 12 election cycles, uh, is about four thousand five hundred, mm. so that's just the absentee votes that were cast. So there's some questions. How about that?
0: Yeah. So we'll leave that aside. What about the upcoming race? Um, to, what, what does it take for you to get? I mean, what's the process for you to get on the ballot? You may be already there. I don't know. Tell us. Yep. No problem. Doing.
1: So mm. basically, uh, yesterday I had, had a press conference at five o'clock central time, and we had a good showing of, of people that came. And basically said, the man lied. I mean, I, we, you and I can go over this sometime. I can send you all the mailers. He flat out told the people f- clear, blatant lies because he had nothing to stand on. And mm-hmm. President Trump endorsed me the week before the primary. So seven days before the primary. So when you have 3,000 people voting early, almost mm-hmm. 2,500 people did not know I was endorsed by the president, uh, yeah, that this is a seventy-six percent approval rating in this district that the president holds. So, yeah. just on those numbers alone, I I said to get on the ballot, all I have to do is update a CF one form. So, we've got the same campaign ID, same finances, everything moves forward. We are simply working now to educate the voters on a write-in campaign, and that's and that really what,
0: what do they need to know for that? I mean, what what does a voter so, need to know in yep, your
1: district? So, it, in the as a write-in candidate. On the ballot, Um, that'll be set probably next week because our early absentee votes, they start September 22nd. Can you believe that? Mm -hmm. Another 40 days we start early voting for the fall general. So Mm -hmm. the goal is to get out to the doors and educate people that we're going to use a sticker with my name on it. We'll mail it out. Uh, we'll have it at the voting, the polling places, obviously within 100 feet of the door, <laughs> so that people can write either write my name in or place a sticker on the ballot, and that is how simple it is. It's not complicated really? at all. It's a very, very simple process.
0: But are you going to ask people to like hold their ballots until game day because you know some people are saying that's, or do you want them to just get it out there?
1: There, there is a strategy. The fun part, this is the best part, Todd. Um, so mm-hmm. I, I said we could simplify our elections in eight words. Um, in person, on paper, hand count one day. And yeah. this is where he chose to manipulate the the people and say that I didn't want the military to vote. But what for what a hand count or sorry, what a write-in candidate does is it forces a hand count. So really, yes, it does, because the machines wow. have to they, they can take an image, right? But they can't exactly tell you who that image represents. So, so it's maybe, not going to get
0: adjudicated to some like dark room that who's going to decide or it's an actual hand count that you can It is an you actual watch. hand count. Uh, allegedly. So
1: basically what we've been forming around the state of Wisconsin is we've been actually getting poll workers and poll observers in every single municipality around the state. So that is another push that we're going to have to have on election day folks outside the polls, folks inside working and observing so that we can guarantee that the process is handled correctly. So it's just a fun anomaly that would I have ever wanted to get within 260 votes and look, no, we were fighting tooth and nail to beat this guy. But again, the game is is set. So now because I lost, it's beautiful that they actually have to do a hand count to make sure the ballots are correct.
0: I mean, that's, that's a hell of an opportunity. Wow. It
1: is. It is. So when you ask me what has to happen now, Basically, mm-hmm. we we update the form, we submit the form, and we really have to educate the people, right, to show them all. He ha- he has he's got twenty years, Todd. He's got twenty mm-hmm. years to stand on a a beautiful record of whatever he's done in conservative bastion of conservatism in the state, and he chose to lie because that's what he has to stand on. He has we have Act Ten that was eleven years ago, and he said he's held back evers for two years. Otherwise he doesn't really have a very solid conservative record to stand on. So it's, it's going to be very a great race It really will, Todd.
0: Is Gableman going to campaign for you? Or is uh, he you actually it did already.
1: Um, oh, so good. Gableman okay. uh, in, the, in the primary, uh, prior to the election, um, Janelle Branchin, uh, Mike Gableman, um, some folks from even the Trump team were here that were working to to push us over the finish line. It was great. But we're going to need an army, Todd, to be very frank. It's either time, mm-hmm. talent, or treasure. Um, Yeah, we're going to need an army of people starting today. Um, We're meeting we're regrouping the team to refocus our efforts on getting people at the doors, because that's that's where you meet them. The mailers are fun TVs fun, but you need to meet people where they are. And I truly believe that that my opponent, he he spent a lot of capital already and called in a lot of favors Mm -hmm. to loot to win allegedly by 260 votes. So He is in a position where I I don't feel that he is in a strong position. And that's, again, that was part of the legal education of the process to decide what we should do, right? Do we fight it in the court case or do we fight it in the public opinion?
0: Interesting decision. So what, I mean, so people across the country, this is the tip of the spear, right? If you wanna help election integrity in the United States, this is one of the races where you can make a real big difference even if you live in Kansas. So tell people what you need for them to do to help you push you over the top against this guy.
1: Excellent. So my website is really easy. It's my last name. S-T-E-E-N for us. Steen for us. F-O-R-U-S. Right on the top corner, there's a donate button. There's a volunteer page. Um, Believe it or not, uh, anywhere across the country, if you'd like to uh, help make phone calls into the district to educate people, it's just as effective. It's it's the next tier below knocking on mm-hmm. doors. So if mm-hmm. you'd like to volunteer, we would be so happy. And to give people an idea of the dollars, um, a mailer we're dealing a, a universe around twenty to thirty thousand people every mm-hmm. single time we want to put a piece of mail in the mail to the to these people that are going to vote. It's fifteen thousand dollars. Yeah. So that to give yeah. them an idea of the max donation. Um, is a thousand dollars limit for the assembly races. So we're, we're trying to tell people that, I mean, it, it's gonna take an army of people to participate, whether it's dollars or whether it's time, but we welcome anyone. And I mean that because you said something about the tip of the spear. If you think mm. about the country, right? Look at 2024, look at what's coming. The state mm. is going to be so vital that we actually correct the problems, right? In our election process. And- exactly. I've, I've gotten an education time that I didn't know I was mm-hmm. going to get in this, in learning. Basically, if we go through right now and fight this legally, the end result is called a drawdown. So because mm-hmm. the selection was almost a 50-50 split, the drawdown would simply decrease the amount of votes cast for both candidates proportionally. And the difference would be the same. So we need to fix yeah. this process, right? Even if you find fraud, that's the solution. So sure. there's lots of work that needs to be done.
0: So you're at the uh, Truth Summit. Are you going to make the rounds yeah. and, and I tell forgot you story yeah. for everybody? Yep. Yeah.
1: So and that and really that is the goal is to meet like-minded individuals that are down here in Missouri to say mm-hmm. we're coming together because we see a problem, right? And we see mm-hmm. that we can fix it. I mean, I we have the paper ballots already ready to be used. They're in Arizona mm-hmm. right now, ready to be printed mm-hmm. on. They're twenty-one cents a ballot. Mm-hmm. We did this back in the '90s, Don. I'm not that old. Yeah. Like I remember the 90s, (laughs)
0: this isn't
1: the stone ages that we can't go back and never can have, this can never happen again, but it's, it's educating people. And I really believe that's what we're going to do is educate people. So they know that this process takes place and we can fix it.
0: Excellent. Thanks for your time, Adam. And uh, please come back when you want to, and uh, we'll help get your story out. Oh, we'll be in touch. I appreciate it. Thanks so much, Tom. You bet. Take care. Bye.